0: Hey guys, it's Anne and Ash, and you're listening to The Sweatpants Life. So pull on some sweatpants, pour yourself a coffee, plug in those earbuds, because here we go. Hello and welcome to The Sweatpants Life. This is episode eight. How
1: we do infertility part two. Part two. Dos. Dos. Yes, tonight we're going to talk about um, how you can support a friend mm-hmm. um, and maybe things that you shouldn't say or things that you should be careful with saying um, and things that you can do to help them know that you're supporting and loving in their difficult situation. We're going to um, drop this is also... some. Go ahead. I was going to say this is also a good episode for those struggling with infertility to reach out to the people who are close to them to ask for certain things if they're being bothered yes. by the people around them. We're going
0: to drop some truth bombs. We are going to drop yeah. some stop saying this bullshiz to people who mm-hmm. are trying to get pregnant or anyone in general. Fundo. Because Kendo. frankly, Ashley's feeling a bit feisty about having to deal with this. Yeah. And yeah, and
1: Mother's Day is difficult for many people.
0: Mother's um, Day just passed. Tonight is Monday. Yeah. Mother's Day was yesterday. Yeah. I might be feeling yeah. a little post Mother's Day feistiness.
1: Yes. So Ash, you're kind of lucky cuz your birthday comes right before Mother's Day, so you kind of celebrate that instead of Mother's
0: Day. I do. Especially right? this weekend because both got rolled into one, and I yeah. felt cherished by my family for my birthday. And if it weren't for our my daughter, I would, I would skip Mother's Day altogether, but she loves it. Yeah. And so we do it, but we focus more on my birthday and I appreciate that part. Right.
1: And you said that you used to, like before you had Addie, you used to go on like vacations on purpose on Sundays.
0: Yeah. That so for years that, right? and years, it would be sit in church while everyone claps and applauds and gives um, flowers to the standing ovation of mothers, which is a wonderful yeah. thought. But then it would be like those moms would sit down in the pews and I would kind of run out and cry in the bathroom because it's like, yeah. it's great to show them love. But at the same time, it was so inadvertently so painful. Hurtful. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm glad and that I as think- like a, a general public, we were way more cautious, way more considerate and way more thoughtful on where you
1: can still celebrate mothers because mothers are amazing and we work our butts off all year not the husbands like fathers don't but like we work hard all year especially covid years Mm -hmm. and we do deserve a recognition but it's also really painful for for the people around us like even me with my two children i still struggle with mother's day here and there a bit because i've lost four babies and i wanted more babies and Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's just a reminder of like the things that you've wanted that you don't have and I think people forget that I think we also live in a world now where however many children you have you're more blessed than someone who mm-hmm. has less than you like you know what I mean like mm-hmm. it's just oh my goodness she's so accomplished she has four kids like good for them oh and they're all so close together like <laughs> good for them and it's really like why can't I have my kids as far apart as I want them or as close as I want them or however many I'd like to have. Right. Like
0: this,
1: this admiring of, Oh, good for her is, is really, I don't know what the right word is.
0: It's a toxic culture, right? Because it is one of in the same lines of busyness is celebrated in our culture And not to say that those two things are tied together, but typically they can be, and they can be connected in a way that is, um, is more accomplished than it is about the family itself. And I think that we are both a bit, um, we have different points of view because we have been hurt by comments like that. So I think we should show that we have our own rose colored glasses when it comes to some of those comments, but. Totally. I think even sometimes I will still get oh you only have one you're so lucky you must be you must have so much time in your hands I'm going to barf oh, yeah. on your feet right now I'm going to yeah. barf all yeah. over your feet because I just Yeah you yeah, know like so we, you,
1: you just sit around in your clean house <laughs> sipping wine
0: all day right sure. ashley like, it's so it's not like my yeah. only child is like begging me for attention because she doesn't have a playmate. in the same way that i'll right. be like hey it's so lucky that chloe has elliot and you're like yeah they literally just ripped each other apart all day i literally right. heard them <laughs> screaming all day so yeah. we all have that level of privilege but it's just like it's when we say these offhanded things that i don't even think we all think through the whole time it's just like yeah no, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right there. Because what you're about to say is incredibly hurtful and you don't even realize it. Or mean it. But it is.
1: And I think it's really inappropriate to ask someone about their reproductive system when you don't even know them.
0: Right. Which now I think we say a lot more. Like if you see on Instagram, it's like, don't ask someone about their uterus. Don't ask someone what they're planning to have kids. Don't ask someone if they want kids at all. None of your business. But back in the day when we were first married, it's like, okay, you're married now. When are you having kids? Now when's
1: your baby? baby in the baby carriage like it's not fun no and so for
0: years and years i would pretend that i didn't want them because i didn't want to have to deal with like well actually i cried this month because i got my period five days late and i was pretty sure we were pregnant this month but we weren't so i'm just gonna tell you aunt gladys for the record i don't have one of those i'm gonna tell (laughs) you right now i don't even want children so you would leave me the heck alone
1: right and then you do start telling yourselves like oh i don't even want to have another child because we have to you know, do the this again and do another. You know, sure. I have to buy this again and do the late nights again. So you start to tell yourself lies that you actually wish that you could have. For it's sure, like, you know what I mean. Like, and and not so much for me anymore. But like after we had Chloe and I, we weren't able to get pregnant for like you know six to eight months. You know, following after starting to try, it was like oh I don't even know if I want to do the late nights again. And mm. oh you know like having a second child would be such an inconvenience, right? Like you start telling you yourself all these lies to try to convince yourself that it's not something that you want but god is like actually i know that you still really do want that baby like mm-hmm. you know what i mean
0: yeah for sure so you then, know and like go ahead yeah today tonight we're back on zoom so i feel like we haven't done zoom because we pre-recorded that one and now here we are relearning zoom but tonight it's all about what can we do to support someone who's going mm-hmm. through infertility what can Ange and I say based on our own experiences of what not to say to anyone, let alone someone struggling with infertility? And and then we had a couple questions come in about, um, yeah, just different points of both those topics. And then I think there were a few others that you have jotted down because you're so good like that. Yes. Yes. Okay, so should we take so a think- break? And then go into, you want to start with advice or you want to start with, do not say this or I'll punch you in the face.
1: Let's start with the punch in the face. Okay. We're
0: going to punch some people in the face. I'm actually shocked. I haven't punched anyone yet. (laughs) Okay, we are back.
1: All right, Ash. Who are we punching?
0: Okay, I'm punching every old lady that told me Addie was so cute she had to have a sibling.
1: Oh, yes. Barf. It's always old people. Oh, got to have another one of those babies.
0: You're only going to have one? That's so unfair for her. Who is she going to play with? Oh,
1: that's so sad. That's so sad for her. You should really reconsider that. You're
0: only going to have one? Don't say
1: things like that to people, you're, Even if you only wanted to have one, yeah, your
0: business. What is she gonna do when you're old and she has to take care of you? I don't know. Put She's me in a freaking home, like I'm gonna do to my parents. <laughs> I don't know.
1: But again, here it is. Don't tell me what to do with my body. That's uh-huh. between me and my husband, right? Like, or that's just between you me and my just you, or just you. Yeah, um, or just you. my favorite was. You're still young.
0: Mm. you're
1: still young you've got lots of time you're still young or don't Um, stress don't stress Ash don't stress about the fact that you want a baby so badly but you can't have one Uh, don't do that
0: or have you tried naturopath
1: (laughs) have you tried oh I knew this couple that tried this
0: Oh, I knew this couple that they've been trying for years, and then they finally adopted, and that's when it happened. Like, I'm sorry, when did it become infertility couples' jobs to adopt all the children (laughs) in the world?
1: (laughs) It takes a special
0: person, and that doesn't mean just because my womb is barren, it is me.
1: 100%. The other one, too, is... um... Oh, just stop trying
0: oh yeah just stop trying oh I knew this couple had, that went on a trip to Mexico and it just happened for them
1: and it just happened for them and just stop trying just stop so trying. that this is all horrible advice because sometimes when you can't get pregnant there's a physical scientific reason that you can't get pregnant
0: oh um. right? it's
1: not <laughs> it's not just because you suck
0: Yeah. And it's not just because I'm stressed. Although, okay, Aunt Gladys, I'm going to bring you with me to the fertility clinic every morning. And you can have your arm look black and blue all over. Because literally, I have to find those pictures. My arm was black and blue because it gets poked every couple hours. And then Aunt Gladys, I'm going to have you, I'm going to wheel you into the the ultrasound room. And you're going to spend more time with Juan shoved up your hoo-ha than you do with your actual husband. And then I'm going to wheel you back in here every day and tell you not to stress about it. Okay, Aunt Gladys? Yeah, you
1: don't stress. And also, here's all my money. And don't stress about that oh, Yeah,
0: either. Yeah, and we're broke poor. So, yeah. but don't you dare stress, sweet thing, because this don't is going to be no. fine.
1: God's got this. Oh. Right? And not to, say, not to say that God doesn't have it, because obviously there's a plan somewhere, but that isn't helpful. Can we just
0: God's say that mine. instead, the next time one of you, ble- like, bless your hearts, like one of you next, bless your hearties who wants to say to me <laughs> that leave lo- it to god uh-huh that i want you yeah. to say instead i want you to insert this really sucks how can i be here for you that's it right. that's all you have to right. say that's i'm it. praying for you i don't understand what's happening in this season of life but i'm here for you what
1: can i do
0: yeah
1: right like uh, the other one, too, is when people tell you how you should feel. Like, yes. I'm sorry if it's hard to be around me.
0: <laughs> Don't
1: say that to me. Do not apologize for your feelings of guilt towards my infertility.
0: Ooh. Do not say that to me.
1: Okay, so we're not tr- – like, here's the thing, listeners. We are not trying to shame you for this no. for the things that you have said. We are just saying, like – Try to listen to how ridiculous these things sound. It's, it's I'm sorry like that it's coming hard to at be a, around It's
0: me. coming with some like drenched sarcasm because it has been 10 years of my life listening to this crap.
1: Right. So, if I can speak candidly, I um with my infertility and my miscarriages, I did lose a very good friend. Yeah. Due to the stress and the frustration and the pain that came with it, and it was a lot of, and I hope she's not listening, but it's a, it's a lot of her guilt for getting being able to get pregnant and me not being able to, and that she couldn't be around me anymore because I was sad and hurt and 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 infertile and losing my babies, and she just couldn't she couldn't deal with that stress of my stress on her life. Yeah, and so eventually our friendship just fizzled out. At one point, it, she kind of had said to me, you know. You're laying a lot of um a lot of anxiety on me. So I have to take some time away from you. You know what? Take your time. Don't come back.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. See, but I think for me, if we're candid, I probably had the opposite. Like I had to pull back, especially in the thick of it when before we even had Addie. Like I could I just couldn't keep being the person that like shoved a smile on my face and watched someone have their second, third Fourth, Third, fourth, yeah. I just no, couldn't. For sure. It was not, and so yeah. I also lost some friendships, but from my own choice. There wasn't a blow up or anything, but it was just like I nope. can't do this, and I don't think I yep. was mature enough to say like this is bad for my mental health. I need to take a break. It was like yeah. I can't have this shoved in my face anymore.
1: Right. Yeah, and for me, it was like if you can't see me through the hard stuff, then. I don't really need you around for any of the good stuff either, right? Like, I need you to be here for all of it. Otherwise, we can't be close, right?
0: Right. Like, But I I think then also in saying that, having probably, you know, a different method of how to say it. Like, I would even still feel like I would be comfortable with some of my close friends to be like, hey, you're going through one of the best seasons of your life, but I may not be able to be there through the thick and the thin and the hospital visits and the the baby showers and so yeah. I would miss out on some of those things but
1: and this is when you need to offer your friend grace if you the thing is we ought to, we got a question should I invite my my friend that's struggling to birthday parties and this includes like showers and and and, and etc um I yes always invite them always say hey friend friend that's going through a hard thing I'm having a birthday party for my one year old. I would like for you to attend and understand and give them grace when they say that's too hard for me right now, Mm -hmm. but don't tell them, I know it's hard for you. Mm -hmm. Just say, Hey, you're welcome to join us because when you tell them, I know it's hard for you, then all of a sudden they feel like they're laying guilt on you. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and that's not really, they're already experiencing all kinds of emotions. Yes. Right. And it's, it's okay to say no, if you're struggling with this stuff, it's okay to say to your friend, Hey, you know what? I can't attend that birthday party. I'm so sorry. It's just too hard for me.
0: And that's I, okay. I usually am pretty upfront and say, Hey, I love you, but I'm probably not going to hold your newborn baby. Cause it makes my heart yeah. want to die.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you have to remember too, like Ash and I are obviously very open about how we feel about our struggles and our journey. Yeah other people are quieter about this kind of stuff. For sure. Um, And that's okay too, right? So it's important to give space. It's important to say, oh, you know, ex-friend didn't come. And maybe I should just check in. Yeah. Right? Like, maybe I should just, but not to sit there and be like, oh, it's because she can't, you know, have a baby. Like, that's not fair to that friend.
0: No. Either. No. And I think, (laughs) I think if that person has confided in you it is both A, because they trust you, and B, because they're opening up a huge wound in their life to be supported, then there's got to be this level of, okay, how can we do this without pushing too hard, but checking in, but also just giving a lot of room, but not too much room, right? Because if you're you're telling someone, it's likely because they want you to check in. So I think let's stop for a minute because we're moving into advice portion we need to finish off right. and we need to cathartically get rid of any other angst we got left in the tank for what not to say to someone who's trying to get pregnant what yeah. else you so got? if
1: your sentence, what if you're to someone when they tell you that they're struggling with infertility or miscarriage starts with at least ixnay that never Do say not that say at no. least
0: if you want to say think- to
1: your friend that just had a miscarriage, at least you know you can get pregnant? Never. No.
0: Don't say that X at me. all. Nope.
1: Never ever say that.
0: <laughs> don't say at least you have one. Don't say that. Nope, nope, nope. Don't say that. Big no. Um, don't it, utter the words natural anything, whether it be herbal teas, uh, whether it be herbal vitamins, whether it be any effing verbal nonsense about herbals. If you are a hear. doctor,
1: you may give advice. Sure. <laughs> if you are not don't do not don't if, go on Pinterest and nope. say, Hey, I found this link.
0: Don't, I don't, don't want to hear about no a raspberry no. chastberry tea ever again in my friends. life.
1: No friends.
0: Nope. No, um, no. Um, you let you,
1: that friend be sad with you.
0: Yes. And you say this sucks and you kind of end yeah. it there. And how can I help you? Yep. Yeah. And yeah. if you ever want to suggest, a, um, um, uh, uh, how do I say this? That is podcast friendly position. That you think would help <laughs> me, I'm gonna stop you right there. I tell ya, the block you, the ultrasound one got you covered.
1: Thing. Right, because here's the thing: when I went, when we went to the fertility clinic, and they gave us advice and the and the treatments and the this and the timings of when to have sex. Not one of those times that they say, but make sure it's in the missionary position. No, they did or not. Or the doggy position. They also didn't. They did not
0: tell you throw your legs up the air and throw pos- throw no. them on the wall. And. Um, our put-
1: you know what, Ash? You know I heard this couple. You you put your butt on on top of a pillow mm. after you. No. Know I
0: that, I I promise you. I tried that for a whole year and a half, and it did not work. Yeah. Yeah, because you hear other friends that do, it and they got pregnant. Oh, and- oh yeah. Oh, and what you know you got to do is after you've had the fun time where you've had to do it, just just put a pad in there and then sleep. That'll do yeah. it. That that is just so good. So you that, feel semen. so no. great. You're just gonna do that, okay? <laughs> So here's the recap. Stop telling people how to have sex. Stop telling people yeah, what don't. to do with their naturopath and their not naturopath no. and their medications and what they should do with all of their babies or their no babies. Just shush. Just shush. Yeah, just shush. shush. And then Angie and I can get off our soapbox because yeah. you will stop saying retarded things. Okay.
1: Don't say at least. Bottom line. Bottom never line. start with your sentence with at least. Yes.
0: Never. Okay, we are back.
1: I cooled down you guys. I'm sorry that I've I cooled got
0: upset. down too. We got a little heated. Uh, because we,
1: this is stuff that we hear yeah. frequently.
0: All of those things and that we perfect said, perfect. we did not make them up. That is no. all true things that I have been told all in my true life. Things. So. So,
1: here's what you can do as a friend, as a mom, as a as a sister, as a anything that you are to this person. Let them open up to you. Yep. Do not ask them, hey, how come you haven't had babies yet? let yeah. just let them open up to you. Because maybe they thing. don't
0: want babies.
1: Maybe they are just waiting a couple years and you don't know.
0: No. And I feel like we need to be, okay. we need to be a lot more open to just being okay with everyone's version of what family life looks like. Whether it be uh-huh. no kids, many kids, 82 kids. I don't know. It looks different. But we need to uh-huh. stop pushing these older world ideas of two parents that look the same, that have four children, that you go and like all of these old world ideas on yeah, our younger sure. generations.
1: Because children are a blessing for sure, but some people only want one, some people want two, some people want seven, and yeah, all sure. of those are fun. Yeah. All of them you are do fine. Do you? So here. Here's what you can do for the friend that has opened up to you. Yes. I'm sorry. That sucks. Yes. Number one thing. I'm so sorry. That sucks. Just put that in your head. I'm sorry. That sucks.
0: (laughs) And she's going to say it until she's blue in the face.
1: It is the number one thing to be like, you are so right. This does suck. It really is crappy. The other thing too, I'm listening. I'm here. Yes. What can I do?
0: you feel validated that although the person may not understand, there can be sympathy and there can be empathy and there could be something in between that isn't... I don't need you to feel bad for me. I don't need no. you to sympathy me. I need you to be right. here in the trenches with me. And that doesn't and like, mean... like, can I
1: call you when I get my period? Can yeah. I call you when the infertility... When I wish
0: I somewhere? had you back when I was... Yeah, like. It's... I wish I had a person to call oh, no. when I got my period and just be like... I am yeah. devastated right now.
1: Yeah. Because, like, your husbands do help you through the stuff for sure, but they don't experience it in a physical way the same way you do, where you're waiting. Oh, it's day one of my period being late. Oh, maybe I won't, you know, if I wipe this time, it won't be bloody, right? Mm. They don't know that because they're men. Mm-hmm. They don't have that portion of their bodies inside of them.
0: And they don't right? have that hormonal component that is made us wired. Well, some right. of us, me specifically, I will speak for myself right. wired to this is what I thought I would do and I would have so many of this and then this is, I would stay home with them for X amount of years and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. right? They don't yeah. have that either. And so they haven't, right. they aren't grieving this ideal life that was in my head since I was like three years old. Right. They aren't, right. they aren't living that portion of it either. Right. So they can only go so far in their understanding and their ability to support
1: you know and sometimes and this goes for anyone going through any difficult thing in life sometimes they just need to hear that you're praying for them too mm-hmm. and that that's a big thing like just just pray for them right even if they even if you are wondering hmm, i wonder how ex-friend is doing and why they haven't had another baby or one baby just pray for them
0: mm-hmm. because
1: you know if it's on your heart to ask
0: just pray One person, one person sent us a question and it's like, how do I tell, like, if I know that my friend is trying to get pregnant and can't, how do I tell them if I get pregnant again? Right. So for Um, me, one of the, I've had a, well, I've had obviously tons, but I can remember a couple different friends just being incredibly intentional and you kind of know what's coming. So they are like, hey, I really need to meet with you in person. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of my first heads up.
1: And then you can prep yourself.
0: Yeah, you kind of prep yourself. Bit. And then yeah. you meet with them. And they're just so, like, of course, there's no good answer because one person is celebrating the best news ever. And the other person is like, I, I'm happy for you. But at the same time, I'm devastated because I now have to watch something that I cannot have. And yeah. so, but those few friends that have been super intentional with like hey this is not going to be easy you can do this however you need to but I need to let you know that I'm pregnant um and da 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 it has been it has meant the world to me and those are some of my strongest relationships because they took the time to understand that this wasn't going to be easy and it gets to look the way it does
1: yeah so my advice to this question is if they have opened up to you and said, hey, I'm struggling with X and X, like infertility or miscarriages, ask them, hey, if I get pregnant, how would you like me to tell you?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Because it's going to suck no matter what, but there's ways to do it and there's ways to not. And they're going to say, hey, just call me or, you know, just text me or whatever. Like I had a friend too that had said, well, if I get pregnant, what? how would you like me to text? Uh, like... Tell you, and I had said to her, just text me so that I can respond the way that I want to, Mm -hmm. and then respond to you in a happy way, right? Like, you just need a minute to sit and be sad sometimes. Like, for me, I needed a minute to sit and be sad. Yeah. And then she texted me, and I was sad. And then I texted her, okay, congratulations, that's really exciting. Mm -hmm. And I was happy for her. And I am happy for all of my friends that have babies right? Um, but that doesn't mean that I'm not also still sad for me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know? Like, it's a mix of everything.
0: It is. It's a true mix, and it's not one that even I can explain that well.
1: No. Like, even talking about it, I'm like I feel like I'm still not getting out my point
0: <laughs> well enough, right? Like And I, I think that's never... where it comes into play that, like, we both have lived it, And I think anyone else in our boat would say the same thing, but it's hard to explain to someone who hasn't, just in the same way that it's hard for me to understand someone that recently lost their mom at a young age, right? Like, I don't, I don't have the words, but all I can say is, how can I support you? Yeah, And that may mean they want to talk about their mom a lot. And that may mean they may not want to talk about their moms at all, but it's not my place to say, because I have no idea.
1: The other question, we, we got a lot of questions. Um, okay. Another popular question um, was, if they're going through treatments, do you ask about them? Yes. Um, I would say like, for me, I had a close knit of people mm-hmm. that I, I talked to about it. And they asked me and that was fine. Um, I would say, yeah, ask, but don't bombard them every single day. How was mm-hmm. your 6am appointment? How was your 7am appointment? How's your day two appointment? You know, like, just say, Hey, how's it going? Like, how are things?
0: Hey, how's that follicle growing? You at 21 yet? Yeah.
1: How's <laughs> testing number 10 treating you? Right? <laughs> like, just reach out gently without prodding. Because mm-hmm. um, I have a mother who loves hard. Like, she loves so hard. And sometimes it's just too much. Right. And every day she would text me. Oh, how, what's the news? What's the news? What's mm-hmm. the news? What's the news? And there's nothing more annoying than updating someone every day on something that doesn't really change. Yeah. It's you know true. what I mean?
0: Especially those early days, it's like, well, it was twelve. Now it's thirteen. We're just waiting for that jump. Nope, still fourteen. It hit nineteen.
1: We're go 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 go. Yeah, yeah. And like, also, I'm not sleeping, so like, I'm grouchy and I'm bitchy, and I have all these hormones in my body, right? Like, it's just, it's, it's a hard time. And I think again, grace. So much grace for these people. Yeah, struggling through these things because it's not.
0: Because when you add Clomid and Aunt Gladys telling you not to effing stress, it is a whirlwind of, you know, someone's going to get laid into. And it was probably my poor husband. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I mean, again, there was another question, too, about is it insensitive to include them or exclude them? Um, Invite them to Mm -hmm. things. Right? Like definitely invite them. It's not your place to tell them, "Oh, don't invite Ashley because she's sad about this." Mhm. Ashley's allowed to feel sad about that, and she can choose to come or not. But if she if she finds out that you had a big birthday party and you didn't invite her?
0: Yeah, it would suck. She's
1: going to feel worse. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um yeah, or sometimes too. What you could do, depending on the person, right? Because, like, again, everyone handles it differently. You could text the spouse and be like, hey, mm-hmm. how can I help that person? Like, how is she doing? Like, what can I do? Because they might be able to be like, just just stay away for a little while. Or, no, mm-hmm. she really needs a friend. Or, come by with a bottle of wine. Or, come by with some coffee. Right? Like, it changes day to day. It does. How you feel about stuff. Right? And it's
0: just, I sometimes... I wish that it was as Um, easy as having a baby and then it's gone. I wish it was as easy as, well, you have one, so you should be fine now. And there's this misconception that that's the way it is. Well, Mother's Day shouldn't be hard for you anymore because you're a mother.
1: But you have a mom, yeah. Right? And,
0: And so I just, I'm always advocating for the fact that, like, just because you've decided that something shouldn't be hard anymore doesn't mean you get to tell that person how they should feel because all you've done is is gaslighted the situation of like okay I yeah. feel this way but you've told me I should feel a different way well now I have this layers of like guilt and yeah. like but I feel this way but I'm not allowed to feel that way it's <clears throat> it it doesn't help in someone's healing
1: and quite often what happens like you and I are a little older now. Like we're getting out of the everyone's having baby stage. Praise right? Jesus. Plus, we're not doing a lot of gatherings, like any gatherings right uh-huh. now, anyway. But I know, like, when I was dealing with my rough, like, her- hurting times. Sorry. Wake Chloe. <laughs> my Alexa, can you hear that?
0: <laughs> yeah. What does she <laughs> yeah, want you to elaborate.
1: do? She wants me to remind my ch- my child to go to the bathroom. <laughs> it's the middle of the night. Sorry.
0: Wake Chloe up. <laughs> Wake, Chloe up. That's Wake up Chloe.
1: Um, anyway, um, where was I? Oh, yes. What was going on during these difficult times was that you'd hang out with also uh, like other friends who are having lots of babies at the same time. Mm-hmm. And what are they doing? The men are off like hanging out, drinking beer, shooting dart, right? And the girls are all sitting together with their big pregnant bellies, with their breastfeeding mm. things and my baby, this and my baby, that it's unfun.
0: Mm-hmm. When you're
1: not there doing it, you know what I mean. It's I
0: don't I know. know.
1: Like my, another suggestion that I have is to try not to sit around and just talk about babies, which is so long.
0: hard. Which is understandable because you're in that yeah. season of life. But yet, at the same time, this poor person has the choice of I I'm not going to go see my friends because it's too painful, or I'm going to go see them and it's still going to be painful.
1: And hate it. Yeah. And
0: hate it. And but so, like,
1: why is it that men men can go through infertility? And sit around with their friends and not talk about it all night. And enjoy their evening. But women don't do the same things. Girl, you
0: don't don't. think you're a feminist, but here you are. Here you are. (laughs) Welcome. I am welcoming you to the dark side. Don't tell anybody. Mm. I
1: just, like, my thing is, is that we as women feel like, like sometimes maybe this is not all women i shouldn't like group us all together no don't generalize but, but... sit around and talk about our kids and our babies <laughs> and our pregnancies and our boobs and our baby's bowel movements and
0: i, don't, I haven't like, talked about me, a baby's bowel movement in i want to say at least five years
1: no but that's because Addie is no longer a baby
0: i know it's legendary
1: Right. So a lot of it is to, is try to be mindful. And you know what, actually I should back up a little bit. Like I have friends who are like only just have gotten married and who have been single through all of that. Everyone's having babies, 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 Mm -hmm. and they feel uncomfortable too, because great. I'm sitting with all the girls and all they're doing is talking about pregnancies and boobs Mm -hmm. and right. And so I think it's good to be mindful in all situations, not to just sit around and talk about boobs and babies and breast milk and you know, I mean, find your people that you can do that with for sure. Like do it, talk about it, but just maybe don't do it when there's someone who could talk about anything else. Plus, you're a mother, and that's fabulous, but you are not just a mother. You are a person outside of mothering. Ooh, and you can you're talk giving about me chills. Things. You can talk about other things, right? There's other things happening in your life that are wonderful. What is your job like? Like, what are you doing at home? What, you know what I mean? Like, there's wonderful things happening in life.
0: You, you don't have are <laughs> killing it. You are killing it for me right now. I'm just loving it. That is
1: it. my soapbox, lady. I am
0: just letting you have the space. <laughs>
1: I know. I kind of hogged the mic tonight, guys. No, I
0: love it so much. Your feminism is coming out <laughs> finally. Oh, Ash, you are rubbing off on me. Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> all good things. All good things. Um, what Just I will say is yeah. family gatherings. Probably not yes. your spot to be talking with your no. sisters and your no. brothers about all of these baby things. Because you don't know if your cousin or another sibling is sitting there wishing that they were that spot. Right. Another no, spot is typically because we both grew up in it. Church functions okay yeah, can we all They're be wonderful. a little bit more open minded with how we handle these things, but yet, I still firmly believe in supporting new young new moms, not even young moms, but new moms. There Absolutely. should be that layer of support, but it just. I think it's getting better, but we have a little bit more room to grow, I think, personally. People
1: are mindful more than they were even, like, four years ago when we were struggling I with say. it. I would 100%. say. hundred um, percent. And, yeah, it's not to say, like, don't find that friend and talk about that stuff. It's just be mindful of the people around you.
0: And also be mindful right, of right. these little kids. Because when my kid yeah. hears you when she's at the grocery store, why should I need a sibling, Mom? Like, why would I be better off... So they don't feel like they're enough because they're an only or, oh, where's your brother and sister? Well, now she feels like crap because she doesn't have a brother or sister. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's not just me that this affects. And so that's when I start to get like, hmm, okay, now you're going to want to take two steps back because there's a little human here who has ears and can understand Mm -hmm. now what you're saying. And I don't Mm -hmm. appreciate it.
1: But again, it comes back to that worth of however many children you have, you're worth more, right? Like, and not so much our generation, but for sure, like the old, like the oldies, like grandmas and grandpas are like, oh, well, my one daughter has this many children Mm. and we are so blessed. It's like, well, aren't you also blessed with the two that I have? Mm. You know what I mean? Like. It's just, it's a lot of that generation, which I think as we get older and as we become the grandmas, we're going to be like, you go do that career lady, right? Like it's not going to be so Yeah. like.
0: We are generationally changing things. And I constantly remind myself that we can be the change and we can live the change. It's just, it's hard some days. And so I wear that, I wear it. Thickly sometimes and and it does make it hard some days but it will be better off for our grandkids if we so happen to have them
1: right and again we are not saying you should only have one or two kids like we are not saying what to do with your bodies we are Mm -hmm. saying be mindful of the people around you who have a different view than you do who want to only have one or Mm. two or can't have more than zero or one or two some people do want to adopt others don't Right. Because if, if one more person says to me, Oh, you guys should, or you guys should foster, like you love being around kids, you should foster. It's like, that is not great for my family.
0: Right. I don't and feel it's that such I a personal choice. choice. And I just feel like there's this assumption like, okay, <laughs> it's not up to us to be the only people that should be called into fostering and adopting. And I right. feel like there's some weird societal, like, well, if you can't, then you should just like take one. And I'll be like, Well, yeah. I mean, and don't think I haven't thought about it. Like just, you know, (laughs) where's the stork? Because that would be handy.
1: Yes, I would love that.
0: But life doesn't work that way. And I I think when someone is struggling so hard and they've opened up to you, and now you're going to add on a whole other component of, uh, what we as society are responsible to help these kids and you're just going to lay it at someone's feet who is has already just opened up about their heart is bursting because they can't have kids. It just is so backwards and so wrong. Yeah. And may we Am stop I, saying it.
1: I think what you should also know, like I have said some of these stupid things to people. Mm. Um, I remember one time specifically of um, a couple that we knew lost their baby and I said to her, oh, I'm so sorry that I, I brought Chloe Like, Mm. I know it must be hard for you to be around her. And, like, I thought right after I said it, like, why would I say something so insensitive? Like, how dare I tell her how to feel about my child? Mm -hmm. Right? So we have said these things before. Many people, and again, we're not shaming you for saying these. We're just trying to shed some light on, on, try to hear yourself... It's like on Friends when, when Monica tells Phoebe to tell herself the thing out loud before she says it. Yes. Just say it out loud to yourself first. And is this something that I would want to hear if I was struggling? Yeah. You know, it's like if someone is, is you know, I don't know. You know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's perfect. And there's a lot oh. of grace. But I also feel like in your own mind, if you decided how this person should respond or should have responded now that it's so many years out, or should have responded because they have three kids. It's not your place to say, okay. Right. And I think that right. that if you have a starting point of that, and you have a, and then you finish it off with like, how can I support you? Because mm-hmm. this is not the way that life was meant to be, and how can we process this together? It would just give this really fruitful ground of growth and ability because it's so different for so many people you may have a hard time when the baby is actually born i have a harder time when it's through the pregnancy because that's when i felt the most heartbreak is watching pregnancy after pregnancy after pregnancy once the baby hits like three months for me i'm good like give it to me and then i'm gonna hand it right back to you when it pukes all over or like when it's in that teething phase like oh i'm reminded again why i'm like whoo okay thank you but no
1: yeah um I have, like, I have a few tips, too. Like, if you're the one struggling with this infertility, miscarriage stuff, um, the number one thing that I would say if you're really feeling low and dumpy from this stuff, mm-hmm. get off of social media for, like, two days.
0: Yes, at least.
1: Because, especially on Mother's Day. Yes. Because I reached out to a couple of friends yesterday and said, Hey, I'm just thinking of you. Yeah. Because I know what that they have empty arms right now and they want mm. to be moms but they have to be happy for their sister that just had a baby mm. or their cousin or their nieces and nephews are going to be all there and you know what I mean and oh we wish you had a cousin to join in the group right mm. like it's just that's when all I mean yesterday again probably not so much because we weren't gathering fair but in general right like just stay off social media on those hard days
0: um I do I stay off social media for the most part and yeah it does help
1: And actually, um, in my morning devotions, I had sent something to Ashley the other day because mm-hmm. I read something that was just so perfect. And actually, I'm just going to post it in our stories. It's by it's a devotional that I'm reading from Shauna Nequist, from actually someone who gave me this book hmm. after my miscarriage because she knew because she had struggled with infertility too. And it was just this perfect little... Tidbit that she wrote in them, just a, a small devotional that I read daily, and I'm going to share it in our stories. It's perfect and take us home, lady. yeah. Like you know, like I just think like if you are struggling with this stuff, reach out to someone. Right, mm-hmm. find somebody, find a close knit group, find one person, find two people. um Grieve your sadness, right? Grieve your miscarriages. Grieve your barrenness. Like grieve. Your situation because if you the more that you like push those feelings down and down, it's just gonna get harder and harder.
0: Oh yeah. Take it from to someone it. who repressed for a really, really long time. It wasn't until I yeah. started doing therapy that I started having healing. So yeah. if you're if yeah. you're someone who's like, What why would I go to therapy for this? Hands down has helped do it so much.
1: Do it. Yeah, for sure. Um yeah, I think I think I'll just hop off my soapbox, but I will share this yeah. very cute honor on, on our Insta page. So um, yeah, reach out and and be kind to those around you and and don't say at least, never say at least. <laughs> <laughs> That's my number one takeaway. My one takeaway, never say at least.
0: Never. Angela would like to finish off this, but you want to say it one more time just so you really drive it home?
1: At least. Don't say it.
0: Never. It's Okay. Bye. Oh, Bye. yeah, we're done. Okay, good. Hey, it's Ash. Um, thanks for listening to this episode on infertility. Ange and I have one more plan for next week. Um, and we'd love to have your input. If you could send us any questions or advice that you're looking for if we didn't rant quite enough in one episode. Send us all of your thoughts and ideas at The Sweatpants Life on Instagram, or you can always send us a message. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.